0: Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host, for Nick's Nerd. What up, what up, what up? Do you remember the 21st night of September? That's right, it's September 21st. I'm your host, Nick. This is Nick's Nerd News. Welcome to the show. Welcome in friends, family, fans, uh, everyone. Clearly, I don't know how to speak anymore. Um, no, I'm happy you guys are here. I'm happy you guys are here. How y'all doing? You you doing good? You doing good? I'm doing good. What, uh, what seems to be going on with y'all? Huh? Well, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say there. Um happy you guys are here. i got some fun things to talk about. Tokyo Game Show was last week. Uh, Andor premiered today, which was very exciting. Um, What else is going on? Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Not a whole lot. Um, But yeah, let's uh, let's get into it, shall we? Let's not dilly-dally any longer than we have to. Um, But... Uh I do want to talk about before I get too deep into video games. Um I want to talk about NBA two K. Um I got it for the first time in several years and it has like when you choose the My Career, My Player Career or something like that, um it it has this weird like hub that they built where you can like walk around and, and do things. Um It is so clunky. Like, and I, from my understanding, they've been doing it for a couple years now. It is literally trash. It lags so much. And to, like, get from place to place, you can, like, ride a skateboard. That mechanic is fucking broken. Like, stick to basketball, whoever is developing the 2K, NBA 2K series. Like, if you guys are going to put that in your game have a different developer who knows what they're doing do that part because it's slow, it's unresponsive, like I said it's laggy, it 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 takes forever to load like I don't know why it's a feature. Plus, they ask you to do all these things that um like require you to like play online with other people and I I get it, I get it, but like when you're playing a solo career mode you shouldn't have to do that stuff. That's all I'm saying. And then everything costs virtual credits, which can cost real money if you want. You don't have to. Um, that's frustrating too, because Madden kind of has done this too. Not, not to the same extent. Um, but leave single player, single player, and leave multiplayer, multiplayer. Don't blend the two unless it's supposed to be a live service game. But when it's like a technically my player is the equivalent of like a campaign in a sports game. Leave that alone. Please. Please. That's all I'm saying. Like don't require extra activities that I'm not going to do or have time for. I just want to try and make the player the best I can without having to do not even side missions. Like shit that requires me to rely on other people. And that's the frustrating part. Like, no. Uh-uh. You shouldn't have to rely on other people to get your your personal player that you're doing like a single player experience with to, to help it, it get better. Them get better. It, it's ridiculous. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, we've also learned... So, last week, Street Fighter Six was officially announced... Um, and while at the Tokyo Game Show, um, we learned about the full roster of the game, uh, as well as a, um, it's going to get a beta in a couple months. It's, I think it's a closed beta. Um, but the confirmed fighters are Ryu, Ken, Zangief, Dalsim, E Honda, Blanca, Guile, Chun-Li, Kami, Juri, Luke, DJ, Kimberly, Jamie, Manon, Marissa, Lily, and JP. What? No Bison? Um, Bison's gonna be a DLC character? Ooh, I don't know how people are gonna feel about that. Um, but that is the launch roster, 18 fighters. Um, you can create your own fighter as well. Um... A closed beta on uh, October 7th 10th on PlayStation 5 Series X and S and PC via Steam. You can sign up on the official website. Uh, no word yet on when an open beta is coming. Um, but a closed beta next month for Street Fighter VI. Uh, meanwhile, let's talk about everything that did get announced at Tokyo Game Show, or at least the major things. Uh, the Tekken 8 game director said that he would be open to having guest characters again, uh, like he did in Tekken 7. Um, new DLC for Resident Evil 8 will see the end of the Winters family story. They are the ones that have been in, at the center of both wind, uh, Resident Evil 7 and 8. So that means, it, not, not if Resident Evil 9, but when Resident Evil 9 comes out, it will feature... Either a new protagonist or we'll go back to the Redfields or or something like that. Um, And speaking of Resident Evil, uh, Resident Evil 4 is getting a remake. Totally expected. But as of right now, it only has a release date for PlayStation 4 and 5, very interestingly. A lot of people are wondering why it's not coming to Xbox or even Switch, really. Um, Sega announced that Sonic Frontiers will see the return of Super Sonic... And you actually need Supersonic to beat some of the bosses, surprisingly. i will be on the lookout for that. Um, Star Wars Eclipse. uh, For some reason, I don't know why Quantic Dream was there. (laughs) But it is the Tokyo Game Show. Um, Quantic Dream confirmed that Star Wars Eclipse, while it will stick to their typical style of game, um, it will also uh, be an action-adventure game. Um... Quantic Dream CEO Guillaume de Mia confirmed uh, with, in an interview with IGN Japan. He said, quote, I think with each new title, we try to innovate. We try to explore new ground. With Star Wars Eclipse, we're certainly going to keep the fundamental elements of a Quantic Dream game. Very strong story, very strong characters, multiple playable characters. And of course, giving the players the possibility to change through their actions and decisions how the story unfolds, quote unquote. Um, I guess, I don't know. I I know it's supposed to take during, take place during the high Republic, but we'll see what happens. I'm a little hesitant because of David Cage's involvement and David Cage is a very problematic person. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens with Star Wars Eclipse when it comes out in like 2025. (laughs) <laughs> um, the One Piece game One Piece Odyssey has an f- official release date for January 2023 so just a few more months for that uh, Monster Hunter Rise is getting new DLC uh, Team Ninja's game Wolong Fallen Dynasty has a new demo available on all major consoles and uh, Deathloop which recently came to Game Pass about a just over a year after it came out on PS5 it's now available on Xbox as well Um, has a new extended ending that is available on both versions of the game. Or all three, I should say, including PC. Uh, That's it for major news out of Tokyo Game Show. Um, Some other things, though, going on. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 will get a 10th anniversary update um, for the game in October, which will mark the 10th anniversary from the release of the first Forza Horizon game. Included will be... That Dodge Viper um, that was on the cover of the first Forza Horizon. Um, Genshin Impact, which is one of the most played games, mobile games of all things, is going to be getting an anime adaptation. Um, and then there's some big things I do want to talk about here that are that, uh, coming up. Um, so... We've also learned that the UK... We talked about this, I think, last week or the week before. The UK is going to do a deeper investigation into the Xbox acquisition of Activision Bethesda. Um, Activision Bethesda. Activision Blizzard. (laughs) Microsoft already owns Bethesda. Um, The UK's Competition and Markets Authority has recommended beginning a second phase investigation. And um, Sony who's been very uppity lately and like they're not they're not innocent in any way shape or form said quote by giving microsoft control of activision games like call of duty this deal would have a major negative implications for gamers and the future of the gaming industry we want to guarantee playstation gamers continue to have the highest quality gaming experience and we appreciate the cma's focus on protecting gamers quote unquote sony you are so full of shit here Because, as I just stated, as of right now, Resident Evil 4 is not coming to other consoles. Resident Evil 4 sells very well multi-platform. They've kept Final Fantasy off of multiple consoles for years. They kept Metal Gear Solid off multiple consoles for years. Look, Call of Duty has always been a multi-platform game. And depending on who has the marketing deal depends on where it sells better. It sold very well on the 360 when Microsoft had the the marketing deal. It has sold very well on on PlayStation now that Sony has the marketing deal. Microsoft has also promised to keep the game on PlayStation for at least three years beyond when the current uh, marketing deal expires. The current marketing deal expires uh, two, two games from now. Um, which is not next year because they've already said they're skipping next year for the first time in like 20 years. So it's three more games left, including Modern Warfare 2. So that means Modern Warfare 2, Call of Duty 2024, and potentially Call of Duty 2025 if they don't take another year off. Then three more games after that. So potentially we're looking at Call of Duty on PlayStation for almost another decade, and they're bitching and moaning about it not another decade, but almost a decade, right? And they're, they're complaining about losing it when, like, let's be honest. They play these games just as much. They just don't own Square Enix. So them, for them to say that is a little disingenuous, A. B, you know, Call of Duty isn't the only game out there, right? They're acting like it's, it's the only game people play. It's not. Um... Which is funny because the CEO of EA thinks that this is an opportunity for Battlefield to expand. Um, Where I was going to... Yeah. So, Andrew Wilson says that... uh, He was talking to Steven Totillo, who said that, quote, It's a tremendous opportunity. In a world where there are questions as to the future of Call of Duty, and what platforms that it might be on and might not be on being platform agnostic and completely cra- cross platform with battlefield i think is a tremendous opportunity i don't think we delivered in that in the last two iterations of it, of that in the way that we should have quote unquote so um he obviously doesn't care cuz it just it might help battlefield so well he admits that the last two battlefields didn't do well and weren't executed properly but like I've saw people like, maybe they make Battlefield PlayStation exclusive. I can see that. Why doesn't PlayStation bring SOCOM back? Like, obviously these are ridiculous things as well. Now, again, Microsoft has promised to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation through more than likely at least 2028. That is six years. Six more years from now, at least for it to be on PlayStation for, for Sony to bitch and moan about something that's almost eight years away, seven, eight years away is, is I I just, I don't know. I don't know at all. Meanwhile, Xbox gamers are still waiting for final fantasy 14. They're not going to get final fantasy 16 from the sound of it. Um, They're still waiting on final fantasy seven remake, which was supposed to not be exclusive. You know, there, there's there's a lot of factors here. And I, I'm not talking about things that are out, owned outright by Sony, okay? I'm not going to bitch and moan that Spider-Man is only on PlayStation consoles. Just like PlayStation owners aren't going to bitch and moan that Halo is only on Xbox and PC. This is not what we're talking about. We're talking about multi-platform. I understand that Microsoft is buying Activision. But, at the same time... Would it really be wise for Microsoft to buy Activision, which makes Call of Duty, which is the number one selling game, year in, year out, and not put it on all consoles for a while? Would it be worth them? Would it be worth what they paid for Activision to do that? No, I don't think so. I think Microsoft is smart, and that's why they're going to leave it on both consoles for quite a while. Now, eventually, do they want to put it behind their walled garden? Of course they do because that means people will buy into their uh, uh, into their system into their 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 um, community. I'm, I'm looking for a different word that I I'm trying to say, but like eventually yes they'll want that because it will get people to buy Xboxes. It will get people to buy into Game Pass. It will into their into their walled garden if we're going to use that word again. Um, and and. and while I, I think, yeah, I don't think it's bad for gamers per se, um, but that remains to be seen. And we're talking about something five, six years away from now. I'm not even thinking about that right now, right? Who is thinking about a game five years from now? I, like I just said, Star Wars Eclipse might come out in three years. I barely think about that game ever unless it's brought up somewhere right I, I don't think about a game that far off we're talking about another game that that's forever away the the Wolverine game from uh, insomniac right like I, I don't know when that game' coming out do I think about it ever no I don't I think about games that are coming out within the next few months not games that are coming out in five six years okay I, I think we need to stay focused on Modern Warfare 2, which comes out next month, which is on all platforms, and we need to just shut up and be quiet. Alright? I, I really don't understand what's going on. I don't. And, and speaking of, of interesting things coming out of Sony, the PSVR 2 will not be backwards compatible. Meaning, any of your games that you have on the original PSVR will not be able to be played on the PSVR 2. My understanding is that the PSVR 2 is, is very ancient technology uh, in terms of VR standards. Um, it's funny calling something ancient when it's only been out five or six years. Um, but the way it worked, I guess it, there's no way for it to translate to PSVR 2. And it has to do with using the Move controllers and things like that. It's, it's almost like the Guitar Hero uh, peripheral's not working on the current gen, right? Like, because... I don't, they all switched to wireless, and I think that was part of it. I think maybe, like, old wired guitars might work. I, I don't know. But... Um, it, it It is interesting that it's not happening. Um, granted, from my understanding, it was a very low adoption rate for the PlayStation VR in general. Um, but... Yes, uh, this is official quote from uh, some Sony senior vice president. says, quote, PSVR games are not compatible with PSVR 2 because PSVR 2 is designed to deliver a truly next-generation VR experience. Quote-unquote. Next-gen VR? What, what does that mean? We're still in, like, the first-gen of VR systems. <laughs> Sometimes tech companies say the weirdest fucking shit. Um... Did any of y'all catch that Grand Theft Auto 6 leak this weekend? Yes. Massive Grand Theft Auto 6 leak. A lot of things are not available anymore because there were huge DCMA takedowns. DMCA, DR, uh, DRM, I don't know. Uh, you know what I mean. Um, but it, it has to do with, you know, the fact that they acknowledged... um Oh, God. It it was acknowledged by Rockstar. They put out an official statement uh, saying, yes, it's unfortunate we had to learn about it this way. But um, they did say that it, um, it will not hinder the game. Then you had a lot of fucking idiot people like, oh, the game looks terrible. Like, bro, it's in development. You need to chill. You weren't even supposed to see this. And you're gonna bitch and moan about something that wasn't ready for, for official like showing off. I, we did learn that it will be in Vice City again. We did learn that uh, it will feature a brother and sister protagonist in the form of like Bonnie and Clyde style. They're like Bonnie and Clyde essentially, where they're criminals working together. You can switch back and forth. Uh, it is going to be using a weapon wheel again, like the like Grand Theft Auto V. Uh, It shows them having weapons carrying around on their back so they don't always just pop up out of nowhere. Um, A lot of other things were shown off that I didn't watch everything before it was taken down. So I I can't comment on everything. Uh, Pictures and stuff are still out there every day if you want to go out and look for it. Um, I'm happy with what I saw. I don't need to see more. It looks really good from what I can see. I thought the graphics looked really good for something that's work in progress and I know it's going to look amazing when the game actually comes out. Um so we'll we'll see what happens. Um and there like I said, there's stuff out there if you want to find it. It's just going to be harder and harder as time goes on. Uh meanwhile, the FBI is actually looking in into this as well. Um <laughs> interestingly enough, um because of this uh, this this same group actually hacked Uber last week as well, uh, being targeted by the FBI. This is per Eurogamer. Um, Uber was hacked on the 18th, uh, and then a little while after that, uh, Rockstar was. Um, the FBI and U.S. Department of Justice are looking to resolve the matter. Um, they think the hacker's uh, associated with Lapsus money sign. Um, they also recently hacked NVIDIA, Microsoft, and Samsung. Um... Uber said, quote, we believe this attacker or attackers are affiliated with a hacking group called Lapsus, which has been increasingly active over the last year or so. This group typically uses similar techniques to target technology companies in 2022 alone has breached Microsoft, Cisco, Samsung, NVIDIA, and Okta, among others, unquote. Uh, They also said, quote, there are reports over the weekend that the same actor breached video game maker Rockstar Games. We are in close coordination with the FBI and U.S. Department of Justice on this matter and will continue to support their efforts, quote-unquote. That's wild to me, that the the FBI is involved. Meanwhile, uh, it wasn't just Rockstar, Bethesda, or uh, Bethesda, Uh, we've been talking about them all day. Blizzard was hacked, and over 40 minutes of Diablo 4 was released online. Um, And then to follow up with that, they announced a closed beta, coming this year and an open beta early next year to go along with the leak. Uh, two good things came out of it. <laughs> um, we've also learned that cyberpunk after its recent update and announcement of DLC has seen its higher con- highest concurrent player count on steam since launch. So it looks like people are returning to the game after all this time. Um, uh, uh Atlas has also announced that at the upcoming Persona concert, don't expect any new game announcements. So just keep your expectations in check. NVIDIA held a conference, and uh, just a few years after announcing the 30 series, we now have the 40 series. Uh, they have announced, uh, as part of their new RTX 4000 series, the RTX uh, 4090 and the RTX Uh, 4080 Uh, will use a new third generation DLSS, which is only available on the 4000 series. Uh, The 4090 is 224 gigs of G6 memory and is claimed to be, uh, they claim to be two to four times faster than an RTX 3090 Ti. Um, It will cost $1,599 and will be on sale October 12th. Um, I don't think so, Bitcoin mining and crypto mining doesn't require as many GPUs anymore. Granted, it also kind of crashed. Um, anyway, <laughs> the 4080 was also announced. It will have 12 gigs, a 12 gig configuration, and a 16 gig configuration. Uh, it's supposed to be two to four times faster than the 3080 Ti. Uh, no release date. Um, but it will retail for $899 for the 12 and $1,200 for the 16. Um, we learned all about the new architecture, things like that. Like I said, uh, DLSS, which is Deep Learning Super, Sampler, super Sampling. Uh, they have a new three, version 3 of it that's only available on those. Um, but right after this announcement, we also learned that uh, EVGA will no longer be making GPUs for NVIDIA um they've terminated their relationship with Nvidia um this is per Gamer's Nexus um they cited disrespectful treatment so this is a quote from Gamer's Nexus's Twitter quote EVGA cited disrespectful treatment as the reason for terminating the relationship saying that it grew frustrated as Nvidia would allegedly reveal important information to the public at the same time as it would EVGA EVGA terminates relationship with NVIDIA, ceases all video card manufacturing on grounds of disrespectful treatment, among other things. Employees told they will be taken care of, but we don't see how all those jobs will persist ad infinitum, unquote. Um, Maybe they'll start making them for... uh, um, God, what's the other company that makes them? Who I can't think of? It's funny, I have an EVGA... I have, a, I have a 1070 Ti and my computer is only four years old. So that kind of tells you how far we've come in four years. Um, the RTX 30 series should be out. They will be out of EVGA RTX 30s by the end of 2022. Um, but we'll hold on to some to, to um, honor warranties. Uh, NVIDIA has yet to comment on it, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, we've also learned that... EA Motive, uh, the team that made Star Wars Squadrons, is making an Iron Man game. Uh, no word on a release date or anything like that, uh, but it will be a new Iron Man game. I don't think it's related to the MCU or anything like that. Um, former head of PlayStation, Sean Layden, who left Sony in 2019, has joined 10 Cent of all companies. Interesting move. Um, I talked about how EA's boss talks about the battlefield, how for Battlefield. Speaking of EA, uh, we're now learning that Ted Lasso, yes, the character played by Jason Sudeikis on the Apple TV Plus show, uh, will be in FIFA 2023 in some capacity, so that's fun. Um, Well we're also learning that, uh, what is this, um... Logitech's Cloud Gaming Handheld, which has been kind of teased for the last few months, uh, has an official release date. It it will be coming out this October. It will retail for $349. I think it will have access to Steam uh, as well as they are partnering with Microsoft to allow you to play Xbox Cloud Gaming on it. uh, And you'll have access to all of your Xbox library. It's also running Android, so it will be moddable. Um, I guess maybe Steam, not so much. Um, uh, it is called the G Cloud from Logitech. You can pre-order it for three hundred, but once it comes out on October seventeenth, it shoots up to three fifty. Uh, it has a what is this a, a seven-inch, ten eighty p touchscreen, built-in controls, has a three point five millimeter headphone jack, uh, opposite. Uh, Joysticks like an Xbox or Switch controller. Uh, It's a little bit smaller than a Steam Deck. Bigger battery. Um, But again, it it, right now it really only has the Google Play Store and Xbox Game Pass. So it's not a whole lot of everything. um, But I'm sure other things will come to it eventually. But as of right now, if you don't already have a Steam Deck or like a Nintendo Switch, this maybe isn't for you. Maybe if you're just a a console gamer, or maybe as a Game Pass person, you don't want to lug your Xbox around. I think this might be something for you. Not for me, personally. I I don't really like to take games on the go. Like, even I bring my Switch places, I almost never take it out of my bag. Um, So, I'm not really big on the handheld market. Um, So, I, I get it, but this isn't for me, but it might be for someone else. Um... And then, <laughs> a big, big week for Twitch. Um, a lot of their big streamers were boycotting because of someone gambling and taking money from them. So now Twitch is back, uh, taking, cracking down on that. Um, so essentially a popular Twitch streamer, streamer scammed people out of 300 grand, including other streamers and regular people. Um, So they announced that, quote, we'll be making a policy update on October 18th to prohibit streaming of gambling sites that include slots, roulette, or dice games that aren't licensed either in the U.S. or other jurisdictions that provide sufficient consumer protection, unquote, said an official statement. It's funny, it's after TwitchCon. Um, Jesus, that's crazy. Um, A lot of bans are coming. I'm sure a lot of people are going to get hit with it. So just be on the lookout for that if you were gambling on Twitch. Um, then we found out that there was, um, a new report that came out that says Twitch has hundreds of potential cases of child predation. Um, an executive for the company called it deeply unsettling. Uh, this is via Bloomberg, uh, child predators seemingly targeted 279,000 children between October, 2020 and August of this year. That's a lot. And I'm sure there's even more going back. Um, They used the platform to identify young streamers. At least 1,976 users were found to be systematically following young streamers, which is kind of creepy. Some predatory accounts followed more than 1,000 children each. Uh, Bloomberg said, quote, unusual patterns of behavior seen in these accounts indicate that many exist primarily to catalog, watch, and manipulate children, unquote. Um, Twitch's chief product officer, Tom Verilli said, quote, even, ev- even one single instance of grooming is abhorrent to us. If it's valid, the data you reference demonstrates that we're not offering the level of protection we strive for yet, which is deeply unsettling. This is this work is vitally important to everyone at Twitch and will never stop. Preventing child harm is one of our most fundamental responsibilities as a society, unquote. Um, Twitch went on to say, quote, we do not allow children under 13 to use Twitch And preventing our service from being used for harm is one of our biggest priorities. We know that online platforms can be used to cause harm to children, and we've made extensive investments over the last two years to better stay ahead of bad actors and prevent any users who may be under 13 from accessing Twitch, unquote. Um, I guess the research only started in 2020. Here's what I'll say. I think if you're under... If you're 13... Uh, between 13 and 18 I don't think you should be allowed to stream at all on Twitch I, I get it some kids might use that and become popular and can make money um, but after learning this I don't I think they should make the rules where you have to be 18 to stream I, I personally would be okay with that um, just because it has to do with privacy laws and, and like like news channels can't even talk about kids or shit like that sometimes if they're under 18 like i I, it's weird and i don't i don't want to hinder potential kids who could make money become influencers become top streamers like i i would hate for that opportunity to not be there right because i i didn't have that opportunity and i would never want to take it away if it becomes one um but if if things like this are happening then a conversation has to be made and it, it it like, maybe if you're that young, you can only have people that are that young follow you. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm not that person to figure that out. <laughs> but Twitch has a problem, and they need to rectify it, <laughs> especially with TwitchCon coming up. A lot of things going on. And then we've also learned uh, that it is removing its best-paying 70-30 revenue split for most of its streamers. Uh, it's going to standardize its 50-50 split, which... A lot of people are not happy about This is a new blog post. Um, that's crazy. Um, there was apparently a petition in 2020 that had 22,000 votes to provide all streamers a 70-30 split. Um, they're denying. They deny that petition. Um, 50-50 is their most common. Um, they do offer premium deals to some people for that 70-30 split. Uh, but they will not offer it any longer. Um, And eventually, some people with bigger audiences may see a cut. Uh, You might see people leaving Twitch then. Um, That's interesting. They claim that, say, quote, in an ideal world, all streamers would be on the same set of terms regardless of size. However, instituting that policy would have a negative impact on the streamers currently on... Oh, wait, no, that's not from them. Sorry. Uh, That was from, oh yeah, Twitch, Twitch president Dan Clancy said that, excuse me, so yeah, he said, however instituting that policy would have a negative impact on the streamers currently on these terms, quote unquote, um, they won't go to a strict 50-50 um, when those go into place on June, 20, June 1st, 2023, um, the streamers that are on the 70-30, will be there until a hundred thousand is earned through subscription revenue and afterwards they'll get reduced to fifty fifty. Um I guess the 7030 is just they it's not sustainable for them, which I get. Um mainly because of the money it invests in products and services for streamer growth. They get they get that through prime subs, community gifting, hype train, ads, incentive, things like that. Um Uh, Point Crow, who's a big streamer, said, quote, on Twitter, the fact that Twitch's solution to monetary problems is to cut creator pay rather than facilitate a better platform so more viewers visit the live streaming site is incredibly worrying. Give us the tools plus info we need so we can make more engaging content. Don't soft cap our earnings, Uh, quote, which that makes sense, too. Um, But... I guess it costs them a lot of money as well. I, I It's an interesting thing for sure. Um, but we'll see what happens in the future, of course, with it. Um, I don't know. That's an interesting concept for sure. Uh, that's it for gaming. Uh, next week we will be talking about the Modern Warfare 2 beta. I'm going to get into that this weekend. Um, and then uh, whatever else happens between now and next week. Let's move on to TV, shall we? Uh, nice uh, transition here. The Halo show begins filming has begun filming season two. Uh, they do have a new showrunner for season two, so hopefully the show will be better. And uh, not so fucking stupid. But who knows? One can dream, right? Uh, Amazon has also announced a new Blade Runner show, Blade Runner 2099. Uh, Ridley Scott is producing. Uh, So it looks like it's going to be set for, no, Blade Runner 2049. 50 years after the most recent sequel. So we're going even farther into the future in the world of Blade Runner. Um, Interesting. And then also they're doing a Butch and Sundance show. But it will star Glenn Powell and Roger Jean Page. I think I said his name right. Uh, Glenn Powell you can see right now in Top Gun Maverick. And Roger jean Page uh, is the star of Bridgerton. Uh, Squid Game director has announced that he wants to get Leo, as in Leonardo DiCaprio, into Squid Game somehow in the future. Um, Huang Dong-hyuk has considered asking Leonardo to join for season two, uh, which we won't get until 2024. Um, this is per variety. Huang uh, was at a press conference in Seoul. And asked about Hollywood actor being involved. And he said he would ask Leo. If time or chances allow. Um, Oh, maybe not season 2, but possibly season 3. Season 2 is still in Korea. Season 3 may not be Korea. Um, He said because Leo's a big fan, he might ask him. Oh, that'd be hilarious if that actually happened. They're losing the plot. Or he's not, but Netflix is. Uh, Scott Bakula has also announced he will not be returning to the Quantum Leap reboot. Without really giving any reasons why. People are a little confused by it. Um, And so, Andor, the new Star Wars show, premiered today. And we learned from the showrunner that his mandate was to not give in to fan service. Uh, Tony Gilroy said he wasn't too bothered about pleasing the fans. Uh, speaking with IGN, he said, quote, We didn't want to do anything that was a fan service. We never wanted to have anything. The mandate in the very beginning was that it would be as absolutely non-cynical as it could possibly be, and that the show would just be real and honest, unquote. Um, we'll talk about how I feel about that show in a little bit. But I, I like that sentiment. Uh, sometimes when you give too much into fan service, you get The Rise of Skywalker. Um... <laughs> So, uh, let me see. Mike Judge has a new show coming out, and that's going to be going to Peacock. Uh, and it's going to be about like an animated show, and it's going to make fun of NPR, which sounds great. Uh, don't get me wrong, I like NPR. Um, <laughs> but making fun of it is just as fun. Uh, that's it for TV news. I do want to review some of the episodes that were going on this past week. Um, Rings of Power is really setting up the new power dynamic in Middle-earth in this new episode. And introduces a lot of new things that also set up the eventual War of the Ring. Um, I think the rings are supposed to have been made at this point in the timeline. Uh, However, I don't think they have yet been um, in the show's timeline, which is playing around with the time a little bit. Uh, But more things are falling into place. And I like where it's headed so far. Especially the story with Elrond and Durin. Um, House of the Dragon <laughs> aired its last episode in the the further past, essentially. Uh, so next week we'll do a 10-year time jump. Which, if this show is supposed to have multiple seasons... I don't know why they're doing such a big time jump. Because allegedly the war... Of the Dragons, or the Dance of Dragons only lasted like a year, so they might spread out a year over several seasons. But in this episode, there was a wedding, and for some reason, every time there's a major wedding in Westeros, someone dies. And uh, I don't know why, nobody knows why it happened yet, uh, but we definitely see the start of the Dance of Dragons is, is there and it's on the horizon. Uh, as Queen Alicent definitely made her presence known at the wedding of uh, Princess Rhaenyra and uh, Valerion. Was his name Valerion? I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, She-Hulk had a great episode teasing a lot of things in the MCU, including Daredevil's new outfit. So be on the lookout for that. And then during the credits when they show like the courtroom artwork scenes. Which I don't know how much canon they are. um, But in the show there's Iron Man 3's which are a shoe. And one of the characters is a total hype beast. um, And I'm all about it. But he has a wall of shoes that uh, are themed after certain characters in marvel comics um and i don't know if this is hinting at their potential reveal or if they actually exist in 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 the mcu now but there's shoes that are clearly modeled after cyclops there's deadpool shoes which are the only ones i noticed on my first watch and on some other breakdowns i noticed there were other ones um but yes there's deadpool shoes Cyclops shoes. There's the the thing. There's a Nova shoe. There's a Ghost Rider shoe. There's a shoe based on the Juggernaut. There's a shoe based on um, Gambit. Like there's a lot of shoes here. That hint at the possibility of these characters existing in the MCU. Obviously they're just a, the tease. Um, but. I definitely want an Avengers t-shirt, or maybe even an Avengers t-shirt. And if you watch She-Hulk, you know what I'm talking about. Um, And then I do want to talk about Andor. Andor had its three-episode premiere today, Um, and it it is not your typical Star Wars show. And when I say that, it's because A, it doesn't use the volume like the previous shows before it have used extensively. Um... B, it's based on Rogue One, so it's technically a prequel to Rogue One, which already felt was not your typical Star Wars movie. Uh, and that's what I love about Andor. It, it is not, it is definitely more adult than what we're used to. Um, it is still more family-friendly, but it's definitely more adult. It is more gritty. It is more real. It, 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 it's so different, but it's still so Star Wars to me. And that's what I love about it. And that's why I love The Last Jedi as well. Uh, the characters are very interesting. One of the Corpo Guards. Three different reviewers on YouTube. Compared him to Dwight Shrew in Star Wars. And I found that hilarious. Um, I really, really love Diego Luna coming back as Cassian Andor. He plays the character very well. Um, obviously we're getting hints at a bigger rebellion. Uh, with with um, Stellan Skarsgård's character, I have a feeling we may be going back to uh, Coruscant in Episode Four. Uh, what I also enjoy are there aren't a whole lot of Easter eggs, but they're there, right? But they're not in your face like they've been in some of the other shows, and that's what I'm liking. There's stuff I didn't even notice that other people noticed that I that were pointed out to me, and I enjoy that too. Because it is trying to separate itself but be Star Wars at the same time. And that's fine with me. And very much I enjoy that. Um, and I am very excited to see where this show goes. There's 12 episodes this season. Uh, then there's going to be um, 12 episodes in season two, which is supposed to be next year. So, uh, and, and the biggest thing, the biggest thing I noticed. This is the first time a Star Wars product has used BBY as a time frame on screen. BBY stands for before the Battle of Yavin. So in old Star Wars canon, there was a major turning point in the way the time frame was was labeled. It was BBY, which was before the Battle of Yavin, when the first Death Star was destroyed, and ABY, which was after the Battle of Yavin. New Star Wars canon has not used that time um that timeline designation uh too often they kind of put it put it in eras like era of the rise of the empire, age of rebellion, the clone wars, stuff like that. Um but we now have a firm, concrete use of BBY and it is the first thing we see on screen. It so the first episode of Andor is set five years before the Battle of Yavin. So essentially five years before Rogue One. Uh, Because if you remember, Rogue One ends where A New Hope begins. But I am fucking loving Andor. And I knew I would. And it's because it's different, but it's still Star Wars at its core. And that's what's great about it. Um, Moving on to uh, movies here. Another great transition. Uh, Rogue Squadron has been removed... From Disney's release schedule as they shift dates around. Um, obviously, the internet makes it seem like it's canceled because it's already been shifted around too much. Um, but also, not on the release schedule is Taika Waititi's Star Wars movie, which was supposed to be out next year. So, everybody needs to calm the fuck down. They didn't say it was canceled, they just shuffled it around. Patty Jenkins is a very busy person. Um, I think, if anything, she'll do Wonder Woman 3 before Rogue Squadron comes out. Um, I I think everyone needs to calm down and I'm okay with us taking a bit of a break between Star Wars movies. They were coming out a little too much, too quickly for a while and I think that's what what hurt it. Um, Too much of franchise fatigue where... I've talked about this. Marvel, you can't have franchise fatigue because every movie is kind of different. Even though they are kind of the same, they're still kind of different and they're about different characters. Star Wars is kind of the same character's and you can't do it on a yearly release, right? Like, it used to be every two years. And for between 2015 and 2019, we had a Star Wars movie every year, right? 15 Force Awakens, 16 Rogue One, 17 The Last Jedi, 18 Solo, 19 Rise of Skywalker, right? And it was like boom, 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 boom. And you're getting hit with these characters that everybody knows already. So it was like, it, it that is a little bit different Whereas if you have Doctor Strange, then Ant-Man, then Black Panther. And it's like, you're not going to have too much crossover in those movies. And they're all going to be different tones and things like that. Where Star Wars tends to have the same tone and follow through. So Star Wars needs that break. And I think that hurt them more than anything. So I'm okay with us taking a five, six year break. Completely fine with that. I'm not worried. I think this Rogue Squadron movie will still come out. I think we all just need to like calm down a bit when it comes to Star Wars um meanwhile over at WB and DC Comics and I don't know what the fuck they're doing over there um so much for a 10 year plan and sticking to one story because Keanu Reeves Constantine is back we're getting a Constantine sequel starring Keanu um, I'm all for it, but it, it doesn't fit this plan. They keep saying they're trying to have. Um, and because of that, JJ Abrams's uh, Constantine show, uh, is essentially dead. I don't know what's going to happen with his justice league dark movie that he was working on. Um, I, I just, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, th- DC always says one thing and then does another, and uh, they need to figure it out. David Zaslav needs to calm the fuck down over there. Then I heard rumors they might merge with with Universal. Like what? Come on, man! What are you guys doing over there? Uh, meanwhile, Sony has delayed its next Spider Verse or Sp- Spider Universe movies, whatever the fuck they're calling it. Uh, Craven the Hunter has been delayed from February of this year, of next year, to October of next year. Um, It was actually supposed to be out in January. Did they even finish filming that movie? Uh, Madam Web has been delayed from February of 2024, or uh, has been delayed to February 2024, from October of next year. Um, And then we are also getting a new Karate Kid movie. But it's up in the air if it's going to, it, it, they said it's going to take place in the original Karate Kid universe, but not reflect the events of Cobra Kai. So, I, I don't know how that works. I don't know how you set yourself in the original timeline and ignore Karate Kid or Cobra Kai when Cobra Kai takes place in the original timeline, I think. It, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Um, yes, the Gran Turismo movie is still happening. Um, yeah, uh, and Orlando Bloom will star in it now as well. Uh, we got a new trailer for that new like old serialized adventure movie that Disney's making called Strange World, and it looks fucking great. Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. Uh, Dennis Quaid is in it. I'm all for it. It looks really cool. It reminds me of old. Pulp, serials, uh, I think like Buck Rogers stuff that inspired Star Wars, right? Like that kind of stuff. Um, so I'm very excited for that movie. And I'm just I'm 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 circling back here to DC and Warner Brothers for a second. Why are we getting Why are we getting a Constantine two, but there's still no Man of Steel two? Like, don't get me wrong, that Constantine movie was cool, right? Was it the the exact um, thing? It, it, it's a very different take on Constantine than, than what we're used to, right? Because we're used to um, Constantine being a blonde British man, right? Not, um, not a uh, Keanu. <laughs> uh, and... and I get it, right? It's it's loosely based on Hellblazer, which is about John Constantine. Um, we do get an interpretation of, you know, the devil and things like that. Peter Stramar is great as as the devil. Um, I forgot Shia LaBeouf was in that movie. So we get we get Gabriel right. Tilda Swinton's in it. There's a lot of good people in this movie. Um, and it's just i i I don't know man i I don't know if it only made seventy six million dollars uh in the u s one hundred and fifty four total for a total worldwide of two hundred and thirty a budget of seventy million dollars um I on its its rotten score is forty-six. It's uh average rating of five point five out of ten. Metacritic has it at fifty. Um Cinema Score gave it a B, which not always the greatest, right? So like let, let's go let's go off of this. So Rotten of 46 B. And a 50 on Metacritic. Let's look at Man of Steel, right? Which I know is a, a divisive film. But it's also considered a great Superman movie. And let's do this. It Man of Steel has a 56 on Rotten. An A- on CinemaScore. And uh, a 55 on Metacritic. So it's Metacritic is on par. It's a lot better to audiences, and it's rotten is a lot higher. So I I, um, I don't know, because I don't know what they're doing, right? It, they're, they're trying to uh, distance themselves from the Snyderverse somewhat, doesn't make sense. Because they have a lot of Snyderverse movies still in development. They're trying to make their own universe. They're trying to have things that are different. And then they have a sequel to a movie from like 20 years ago that not a lot of people liked. So, I, I don't understand. They don't make any sense in what they're doing. Constantine literally came out in 2005 the sequel probably won't come out until at least 2024. So, I'm a little confused. Um, I really don't know. I really don't know what DC and Warner Brothers are doing over there. They're not making any sense. They really are not. Um, I, I just... I'm very confused. I really am. And I hope they get it together. Uh, That's it for Nixner News. Thank you guys for listening week in, week out. Um, Like last week, we do have a Discord server now. Link is in on all my socials. Um, Haven't gotten to the website just yet. Uh, But do check out the website if you do want to listen to the show uh, right in your browser. Or you can find links to all the major streaming platforms so you can listen on the go. We're on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. We are on uh, Google Podcasts, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on uh, Amazon Music and Audible. We're we're on all of them. So please check it out. Um, If you do want to follow us, do just search Nick's Nerd News on your preferred social media platform of choice. Uh, Thank you guys, and uh, I'll catch you on the flip side.